Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy basketball tools and analysis on the internet. Go check them out, HashtagBasketball.com. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, What's up, Tyler? What's up? What's up? What's up, Tyler? Did you like lose your mind there? Or you just like now say everything three times? Or is this some sort of new thing I should know about? Or should I be concerned that you're having some sort of stroke or medical emergency? Um, uh, nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going on, Tyler. But I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to um, keep moving on um, our Who Do I Draft series. And we're at pick number four. And there's a, I think there's a little bit, uh, there's a little bit of a controversy between us two, because the people that, the two guys that we have at four and five, are um, Giannis and Cat. And honestly, you could take them number. A lot of people are taking them number one overall. A lot of people are like, you're idiots for having them at four and five. Listen, take any of the top five in the top five, wherever the top five happens to be. I don't give a crap. We happen to think that Giannis and Cat are just a fraction of a hair uh, less likely to be the number one overall fantasy basketball player this season than the other three in the top five. So we got to decide who we're going to take here at four or five in our Who Do I Draft series, which we've been uh, chugging along with and uh, basing it on mostly – uh, Yahoo ADPs. If we're basing on Yahoo ADPs, Giannis is a point th- uh, three or three point eight, and Carl Anthony Towns is four point seven. So that rounds up to four and five. Yeah, right. And we're seeing them go fourth and fifth as far as average draft positions, and that does that accounts in for you know some of those guys. The numbers a little higher because you know someone is taking Giannis at one and and whatever. That's a that's a fine pick. I mean, he is the MVP. He is you know amazing. He is virtually unstoppable um the thing that holds Giannis back right is he's only hit 0.7 three-pointers a game he has been a bad three-point shooter for his career right 27.7 percent um obviously that's not good and then last year he only hit 72 percent of his free throws which we're, we're picking small nits in these players right because everyone at the top is really, really good and really, really good across the board. So you're looking at kind of two pretty negative categories for Giannis. And when you're comparing to someone like Steph Curry, who's going to be the absolute best three-point shooter, right? Like now you're talking, you're behind four three-pointers a game um, when you're comparing those two people. So that's a crazy amount. Now you can say, okay, Giannis is going to get, you know, 12 and a half rebounds and Curry's only going to get five. Um, you can also say Giannis is going to block shots, which is true, but I just feel like, you know, guys like Curry and, and Davis and Harden are just so elite across the board. And Giannis has those two categories where he's just not, not super good. So that is that. And then towns, I mean, towns is just really good at everything, right? You hope he gets a few more assists and they are kind of making it a point to make him more of a Nikola Jokic player, letting him kind of pass out of the high post, the Nikola Jokic, the Draymond Green this year. Um, obviously, until we see him averaging like, you know, four, four and a half, five assists, that's a that's a small hole in his game. He also averages a little bit less than one steal 
Um, and he doesn't quite get the elite like 28 points that we see guys like Davis and Harden and Curry and Giannis getting. Um, he was only at 24 last year. Maybe he gets a slight boost up to 25 this year, but you know, 28 and 24, like that, that four points is a big difference. So there's kind of the holes in both those players games and why I think that they should be fourth and fifth. Um, they're not, they're not blowing the roof off of any single category, but they're great pretty much across the board with a couple, um, holes. I would say Giannis has actual holes where, it's his three point and his free throw, but those are two things I feel like if you can, if you're an elite basketball player, you can improve your free throw. Even Andre Drummond improved his free throw, and you can start shooting threes if if you can shoot. And and Giannis is starting to shoot a little bit more threes. That's slowly gone up every single year. And Cat, once he was kind of unleashed last season, once Jimmy Butler left down the second a uh, few months, like basically the second half. You know, he was approaching 27 points a game. Uh, so that if he can get four assists and 27, 28 points a game, he's then once again, you know, definitely a top three, top four, top five player. Like both of these guys are going to be great. We're good to go with ADP uh, on Yahoo just because that's been the uh, basically the argument breaker when we do not know who to go with. So at the pick number four, we're going to go with Giannis. And if you're in a head-to-head league, I, I like Giannis uh, even before we'll say this, pick number four. I, w- I will say this, too. They played the Mavericks um, uh, last week in a preseason game and take that for what it's worth, right? I mean, I mentioned it was a preseason game for a reason. Um, Giannis dribbled up and hit three threes with confidence. And that's a big part of his game. He had a huge night against the Mavericks. I think he had like 27 or 28 points. Um, he was hitting three pointers. If he adds that three point shot to his game, like you mentioned, he is the most unstoppable player in the league. Like by far, in my opinion, like that's the one thing holding him back is, well, I think he said it right. He won the MVP without a jump shot. Um, so if he gets a jump shot, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you stop that guy. Um, so that's something to watch. I don't know how much he's, how many threes he's going to shoot. I don't know how successful he's going to be this year. Um, but he's at least recognizing that that's the next phase to add to his game, and he's trying to do it, I think. Yeah, and uh, I hope that doesn't uh, force his steals to kind of slip, which I think last year he averaged 1.3, which was a little bit down from 1.5, 1.6, but uh, definitely within variance of of normal Giannis numbers. Giannis per game last year, six overall. in per game, which uh, a lot of people might be shocked by that. His second half, though, he was in the top three. I feel like in a head-to-head league, get, taking Giannis in the even in the top three is great. If he falls to four, which apparently he is in a lot of Yahoo leagues, that's also great. If you're in a Roto league, I'm going to go with Carl Anthony Towns ahead of Giannis just because he does everything across the board, either well or incredibly well. But Giannis, we're already starting out in a little bit of a hole. Uh, We're obviously usually ignoring turnovers, so we're going to still ignore turnovers like we usually do. But you're already in a hole with threes and free throw percentage, like we've said. As always, we're going to go through the ADP in in Yahoo, and we're going to see for the next six rounds what type of team we can build around Giannis. Now, we don't normally recommend punting out of round one. 
Giannis starts leaning you in a certain direction, but it's he's I don't feel like he's so bad at anything that we can't make up for it. It's just a matter of in the second round, if the best player available falls to you, does he make up for any of that stuff? Um, or is it more likely that he fits the punt or ignore three pointers and free throw type of build that Giannis kind of presents himself as we're going to be picking at pick 21 Tyler. And there's a very, very interesting punt free throw guy sitting here right at pick 21. His name is Andre Drummond. Uh, I doubt Luka Doncic is going to fall to you. I doubt Trey Young is going to fall to you. I've seen those guys going earlier and earlier in drafts. Um, you might get lucky with a Russell Westbrook falling to you, but Drummond, Vujovic, Turner, Aiton, Simmons, Booker, Donovan Mitchell, um, Pascal Siakam, all those guys are available here at 21. And I'm, I'm kind of interested in going all the way in to a punt free throw build with Andre Drummond, but I could also go Ben Simmons and, and say punt three pointers as well. Yeah. And I think those are probably the two guys I'm kind of checking off my list. Just, I feel like even if you, you decide right, kind of right off the bat to punt those two categories, regardless if it's Drummond or Simmons, like you're going to be set in pretty much every other category. Like if you get Drummond, you're getting, the absolute best rebounder and probably a guy who finishes in the top five in rebounds. So you are absolutely top in the league in that you got two guys shooting over 50% from the field. Um, you still got eight assists between your two players and they're both big men. So that's pretty elite, right? You got elite steals from both players. You got elite ish blocks from both players. And then, you know, you're still averaging over 20 points with your first two players, which is a great spot to be in. Um, Obviously, if you get Simmons, you get a few less rebounds, but a, a boatload more of assists, um, a little bit less blocks in there too. I, I think I would go with one of those two players. If if someone for whatever reason takes Drummond before your pick, I doubt someone's taking Simmons and Drummond. Um, so those will probably be the two guys I'd be looking at in my second round pick. Yeah, you're more likely to see Drummond come off the board before this than Simmons. We've taken Simmons a lot in uh, in the second round uh here in these who do i drafts and we actually did a punt build with uh andre drummond on the turn which we normally do not do we normally do not recommend punting right off the back but we did we we went we went that route because at the turn this year the turn is nasty i do not like drafting at the turn i think there's it's kind of like a lose-lose situation you either punt from the beginning or you go with like a nice build but you're not good you're not number one in any category but you're like top three in four or five categories you mostly have a roto build and you're missing out on a lot of really good value i've noticed um if you're picking on the turn there's a lot of really uh great value in that um kind of like 29 to 34 range and also in like the 42 to like 55 range. A lot of guys are falling. And when you're picking on the turn, you end up not being able to pick any of those guys. They all go off the board. But with this particular build, with Giannis, we're picking in the middle of the, of the draft. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of really good um, guys falling in the third round, fourth round, fifth round. So I want people to be aware that, you know, if you're, picking in the middle of a round don't be afraid to go off the uh, the reservation and um 
just take the best players, the best value available, which is why I kind of don't like getting into like a, a very punt centric strategy so early, but with Drummond and Simmons sitting here, I don't know how we don't do it. Cause those are pretty much the best players on the board. Uh, my vote is Drummond. If they were both available, I would go with Drummond too. I just feel like Drummond sets you up to be super elite in, in all the categories you want to be in. Um, I feel like we could probably snag some pretty good assists too with our next couple picks and, you know, having a big man like Giannis who's going to get, you know, five and a half, six assists, um, is a, is a big advantage already. So, um, I am with you. I would take Drummond over Simmons and, and most scenarios, I just feel like Drummond's a little bit better value. Plus, you know, no one's going to be better than Drummond in rebounds. So that's a, there's a, a, a big advantage right there. Plus Drummond's a guy who can get you one and a half and one and a half in blocks and steals. Not many, if anybody's going to get you that, except for maybe Giannis, which is weird, right? So, um, so you have like Giannis, you, you have Drummond. Yeah, so I feel like those categories, you are super, super good in all three of those categories right now. Um, and that doesn't even mention points and you know assists where you're, you're just fine and, and going to keep building to get better. Yeah, let's take Drummond here at pick number two. Um, in the third round, we're picking at 28, so not too far down the road. We already got rebounds on lock completely. This is where we're going to have to start looking for guards, I think. Our assists are okay since we only have two players and Giannis is one of them. We have zero guards. Our steals and blocks are pretty much elite and our threes are non-existent. So what we could do is say, hey, I need to compete in threes. Or you could say, I want points because I'm already decent at points. And I want assists because I'm already decent at assists. And looking at who is hanging around at pick 28, I'm not going to give you who would be the most obvious pick. It would be Devin Booker, I think. But Donovan Mitchell is being drafted at 29. Um, De'Aaron Fox is hanging around here at 31. Uh, Chris Stapps feels like overkill. So does like John Collins. Zion is uh, hanging around here. You also have Buddy Heald and D'Angelo Russell at uh, being picked at 39. So And Chris Paul. Chris Paul is at 34. So a lot of people have no idea what they're doing in that 34 to 39 range. Um, if you wanted to go assists, but kind of hurts your points, Chris Paul's the guy here. Uh, I kind of want I'm a Mitchell here. I think that's the points guy that I think we need. I'm with you, and, and Donovan Mitchell going to get you like four and a half assists. Um threes are are you know probably fairly elite to it like two and a half three so he's gonna kind of boost you up in a category and and i we think we talk about this a lot so like i don't want to be last really i don't want to be last in any category like just because i have drummond i don't want to pick rudy gobert next and be absolutely dead last in free throws and three pointers like getting a guy who gets you three three pointers um a game that that could help me you know boost me up over a, a person or two in the league and you know, if I win those weeks, right? The, if I win categories I'm not expecting to win in certain weeks, I can maybe lose a category I was expecting to win, which is a big advantage. Yeah, we're uh, we, we teach or we preach actually a little bit of both actually. Don't punt. Ignore the categories. Just because Donovan Mitchell is very good at threes, and we're basically ignoring threes, doesn't mean you should ignore Donovan Mitchell. Four rebounds for a guard is great. Four assists is totally fine. 1.4 steals last season. So our steals are now probably the most elite in the league. 0.4 blocks is nothing to uh, to blink an eye at either from a guard. 
but 24 points is super huge. Um, it kind of allows you to not have to like take Zach Levine later uh, <laughs> and, and, and waste to pick on Zach Levine, even though I, you know, I, I kind of like Zach Levine in the right spot, but where he's been drafted, I think is a little too high. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, I think a great pick here. But our next pick when, is all when you when you throw him and Drummond together too. Like this is another way to look at it. It's like you got three twenty point scorers now, because Donovan Mitchell's gonna gonna offset Drummond, and then you got a super elite guy right and Giannis who's gonna get you like 26, 27, 28 points. So you know you've got twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, and then two twenties, um, which is a fantastic spot to be after three rounds. You're right there at the top of the points list. Your rebounds are being. You're destroying everybody in rebounds. You're destroying everybody in steals, pretty much. Your blocks have to be near the top. Your field goal percentage, even with Donovan Mitchell, is still probably going to be pretty close to the top. That's that's five categories. Last time I checked, Tyler. Um, well, hashtag math. Yes, hashtag math. Speaking of math, our next pick is at pick 45. I did the math. And uh, there's a lot of weird guys Hanging around. Someone's going to fall to you here. Here's all the people that are currently being drafted on Yahoo between 43 and 46. I love that, that there's kind two. Of, I love that there's six 44s. That's my favorite part of the Yahoo ADP. Six guys going 44th overall. Blake Griffin, <laughs> who is uh, a good points guy. I think he fits our build very well. Larry Market is going at 44. DeMar DeRozan is a good points guy going at 44 and fits our build for punting, uh, for ignoring threes. Mike Connolly is a great guard to get some assists. Otto Porter um, does fit. So does Chris Middleton. Clint Capella is a little overkill. LaMarcus Aldridge also a little overkill, but a great scorer. And then CJ McCollum at 40 is actually being drafted at 46. Tyler, I think if Blake Griffin's around, I think that's the guy I'm going to go with. If not, I might. It's either Connolly or Demar Derozan for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with either one. I'm fine with any of those three. Um, I feel like that gives you, you know, obviously going a little bit different direction of Demar, a great guy. If you're not really caring super about your threes, right? Because Demar is super good in, in almost every other category. Just doesn't shoot three pointers, which is a detriment to him. Um, I'm with you. I, I'd look at Conley, look at the Rosen. I might even look at Blake Griffin. I think Blake Griffin probably goes right. I mean, we're seeing Blake Griffin just have a, a slightly touch higher ADP than that. Um, so if for some reason, all three of those players were gone. Um, I'd, I'd definitely be looking, um, at someone like Otto Porter or someone like Chris Middleton, and then maybe even down a little bit further at the, like, you know, Eric Bledsoe, Kyle Lowry types. Um, but yeah, yeah I might reach with- for Kyle Lowry here if that's the case. And I'm, I mean, I just feel like Kyle Lowry, you're not really reaching in the sense that I think he's a top 50 player. So, you know, you, he's, you might reaching by the ADP, but by, by what I think and what, what we've seen in the past, you're not really reaching at all there. So, um, yeah, I, I'd probably go Mike Conley. I mean, we talk about that a lot, uh, but I'm fine with DeMar if, if Conley, for whatever reason, is gone. I think I'm, I'm leaning towards DeMar simply because, as you said, uh, we're ignoring threes. So either one of these guys has a – they have a very similar stat line when you don't talk about the threes. They both scored about 21 points last season. Uh, DeMar had six rebounds. Conley only had about three and a half. 
Uh, Connolly had six and a half assists. DeMar was closer to six, which is still pretty good. Connolly had 1.33s. DeMar had 1.1, but he had a half a block. Connolly had a little under that. And Connolly's shooting percentage is a little bit, uh, actually quite a bit worse than DeMar DeRozan's. And I think that's why I'm leaning DeMar DeRozan. Simply because you get some extra rebounds in there. I know you don't really need them, but um, continues to solidify a stat. And you get those assists that you were looking for anyway. And he's a guy who could play guard or forward, which I feel like is a nice little uh, boost, depending on what type of league you're playing in. Right, and we talk about that a lot, right? Like restrictive leagues with restrictive uh, positions. It's always nice to get a guy who can, you know, kind of slide back and forth and play a lot of different spots. Definitely. Um, our next pick is round five. Another, like I said, tons of guys falling to 52. Um, I've seen so many good players hanging around at 52. I've seen Mike Connolly still hanging around at 52. I've seen LaMarcus Aldridge hanging around at 52. So you could actually go... Connolly DeRozan here. If if your league is like most of the mock drafts I've seen on Yahoo currently today, um, very very similar. Um, Fifty two. We have Tobias Harris out there. Eric Bledsoe. Are you worried about Eric Bledsoe being out with that broken rib? Uh, it's a lingering injury, but I think with rest by you know mid December he should be back into normal form. So uh, what I've heard is like it's a kind of a, a small fracture, and they. They really think, you know, that it was kind of from everything I've heard, he's going to be on the lower end of the timetable. So I think he's only really going to miss like a week or two. Like I think in, in November, early November, he's going to be ready. And so I'm not super worried about that. You could talk about missing maybe what six games, maybe five games, probably, you know, maybe 10 at the most, like 10 regular season games. That's, that's nothing. That's fine. I'm not super worried about Bledsoe. Um, I think we we've talked about this. I've just been picking Kyle Lowry over him. If I need another point guard, I might go uh, Jamal Murray over him now, but I'm not letting him slip much past that. I just feel like he's super good and he's always super underrated. Like would it surprise you at the end of the season? If he's like a top 35 player in total value, like it, it wouldn't surprise me one bit and he's going at pick 55 already. I think a lot. I think the rib injury is actually a bonus uh, for Eric Bledsoe's value because already being picked at pick 54 last season per game last season uh number 49 he gets you a steal and a half almost a half a block almost six assists almost five rebounds almost two threes like he's almost an elite player (laughs) and simply because of all and this is why we talk about those plateaus this is why we talk about the tiers is that if he was just a little bit better at everything he would be bradley beal but since he's a little bit worse at everything, he's picked, you know, per game value 49 instead of 29. Um, the fact that if he was a little bit better here and there, boost him up. His free throw is holding him back, but you don't care about free throw. Um, I think Bledsoe is a decent pick here at 52. Kyle Lowry is perfectly fine. Jamal Murray, I feel like Jamal Murray is a little early here, but he could be uh, set for a breakout season um zach levine also a very very good player here we go with lowry i think a little too often so let's take eric bledsoe all right onward and upward yeah so now our steals are like i'm pretty sure we're number one in steals we're still number one in rebounds uh we gotta be pretty close to uh the top and and 
points in blocks, and we're probably number one in field goal still. That's, once again, the five categories that we're looking for. And we're going to stay on that. Pick number 69, round six. Interesting players here. Um, Steven Adams, John Morant, Terry Rozier, Shea Gilders Alexander, Hassan Whiteside, Dante Sabonis, uh, Jonathan Isaac. I'm not going to give you your boy Josh Richardson. This is our Josh Richardson is our favorite pick, but I'm not going to give him to you, Tyler. Um, we could go with Steven Adams and boost our blocks some more. We could go with Jonathan Isaac and blue some boost our blocks because we don't really need the rebounds. Uh, or we could look at Shea Gilders Alexander like we we normally do. Or we could even reach down further with someone who fits our build. Um, see anybody who fits our build down there? Uh, well, I mean, I feel like if you're if you're ignoring free throws and three pointers, Stephen Adams takes a giant boost up the ranking. So. Um, not that we probably need the rebounds or the blocks or the steals, but if we did, uh, Steve Adams, great pick, probably a top 25 player in a, in a six category, oh, seven Tyler. category league where you're ignoring free throws and three pointers made. I'm um, impressed. Just- uh, I, I actually have it up here, uh, 26th overall, if you are ignoring turnovers, free throws, and three pointers made. Very impressed. Right. Um, right ahead of Chris Paul. Kind of know those values a little bit, a little bit. Give me some credit. Uh, yeah. So I mean, obviously, that's a that's a, just a great build pick. Um, I think it's a little overkill. Pers- so I mean, you have to personally make the decision on what's left on the board and what you think you can grab with your you know remaining however many picks, um, however deep your league is. You know, Shea Gilgis obviously is a guy we talk about a lot. Like that, I'd be thinking about him too. Um, Lonzo Ball, if you want to sure. go after some uh, assists, I think Lonzo's probably well. He's 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 popping out at eighty one uh, on ADP here. So like Lonzo Ball, uh, but see, like he, so he's usually don't want Lonzo Ball. He's an interesting one in the sense that I've seen him get picked. Like I've seen, there's always some hype on him, and I don't fundamentally get it, other than like the Lavar Ball, Lonzo Ball thing. <laughs> yeah, but like, I get it. That's but, like, why. He, well, but he's a guy that like, like what guys do we normally see? Like what statistical profiles do we normally see falling down in drafts? Guys who don't score a ton, right? And that's Lonzo Ball. Like, I mean, what what's he gonna average as far as points? Like, not a lot. Um, but he does a lot of things that are are not sexy, right? Like he gets you good steals and he can block good shots for a guard and is gonna get you assists and gonna get you rebounds and gonna shoot some bad percentages. Um yeah, I mean, get I would him around I later would, or or so. And I wouldn't pick Lonzo Ball over someone like Shea Gill. Just like give me that shot at a breakout. Give me John Morant over Lonzo Ball. Even like I feel like John Morant could I mean, be really good, and he's going to be asked Jonathan, to do so much more. What about Jonathan Isaac over Lonzo Ball? Uh, I mean, I would over Lonzo it. Ball. I, I think I would sure. Take a swing. Over Lonzo Ball. Sure. Now in this pick. I, I mean, there's just so many other guys. I'd rather have them both players, I think. That's fair. I think if you want to take a swing on anybody here, that's perfectly fine. You're dominating in four out of the five categories. And uh, Jonathan Isaac could give you that boost in blocks to put you over the top. Um, even, even if he doesn't 
turn into a super stud, even if he's just okay. Like even if he's just kind of good, kind of does what he does last year. Um, Jonathan Isaac in 20, what, seven minutes a game last season was averaging almost a steal over a three and 1.3 blocks. I, I think if you wanted to take the big swing on Johnny Isaac, go right ahead. Uh, I think if you want to take uh, maybe a safer swing with uh, Shea Gilders Alexander, go right ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm staying away from Terry Rozier per usual. Uh, Steven Adams feels like overkill. Terry Rozier is just bad for this bill because one of your categories you're caring about is field goals. And so if you're going to have a guy who's going to take you know 20 attempts a game at 40%, you know, it might not be quite 20. It might be 17 or 18. Like, obviously, that's a big detriment to uh, that category. So, yeah, definitely I would not pick Terry Rozier with this build that we have made just because we're caring about field goal percentage. And he is going to be po- possibly the biggest negative impact of anyone in, in fantasy this year. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like, he, he might shoot – he's probably going to shoot under 40%. He might shoot like 18-plus times a game. So I can't think of anyone off the top of my head that would be a bigger negative impact. There'll be guys that shoot maybe a worse percentage, but not on that that volume. And so, yeah, I mean, that's something to definitely... And then it, it's more of a build thing, right? Like, if you want him, he's going to get stats. Like, there's, someone has to score on that team. Someone has to get some assists. Someone has to get rebounds. He's shown that he can do it all. Um, I don't super really want him in the top. 60 which i've seen him go in the top 60 a few times but um to each their own right to each their own who want to lose fantasy basketball um i think that's it for the honest build if you go jonathan isaac there with your sixth round pick uh maybe you focus on ricky rubio later uh as we always do if you went shea gildress maybe you look at karis lavert uh, a little bit later as well um, a lot of good players still available on the board but that seven to eight range, you really just want to keep building your team up. And then uh, with those last kind of three rounds, just, you know, take a swing. Take a couple swings because you're probably going to drop those guys anyway to stream players. Uh, very, very good build. Dominating in four out of the five categories. Great at blocks. Um, and three-pointers, I think, since we went to Rosen, we're not very good at three-pointers. If we would have went a little bit other way, maybe we could have stayed a little bit semi-competitive there. And free throw, we're very, we're not, we're bad, but we're not the worst. Um, I guarantee you there's a, another team that's worse than you in free throws. But you got five out of, uh, you know, nine categories, and you could stream your way maybe into winning um, an extra category here and there, or just keep streaming your way to winning the five categories that you need to win, because that's all you really need to win, all the way to the, the finals of the playoffs, Tyler. Um, let's recap. We want Giannis. Number four overall, Andre Drummond, just to solidify our punt free throw build, something we don't normally um, re- recommend, but best player available was Andre Drummond. Uh, you could also go Ben Simmons here. That's totally fine. Number 28, we want to get our points back, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, number 45, we went DeMar DeRozan, another points guy who uh, fits our punt uh, ignore three-point build. Uh, you could have went Mike Connolly here. You could have went a, a couple other people. Uh, we like DeRozan. Connolly's also a viable option. Eric Bledsoe at 52. Uh, there's a lot of really good players hanging around at 52. Um, we just went Bledsoe because we've been going Kyle Lowry a bunch. But, 
You got Jamal Murray, Tobias Harris, Zach Levine, all those guys. If you want to get good assists, steals, uh, all sorts of stuff. Bledsoe fits our build really well. And then we went Shea Gildress Alexander uh, with a special shout out to Jonathan Isaac. Uh, if you want to continue to build your blocks, which then you would be probably the best player in five full categories. Uh, and that means you're winning your head to head league, right, Tyler? Goal, right? That's that's all. If you want to go all the way into that five point, go right ahead. Uh, I think that's it for Giannis. And who do I draft? Tyler, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler B. Watts. Me at Watch the Boxes. If you like the show, rate, review us, uh, leave us a uh, uh, whatever rating you feel like. Steal somebody's phone, download the, uh, subscribe to the uh, podcast, give them their phone back. If you really want to support the show, patreon.com slash watching the boxes, exclusive content. Also, uh, you will get access to our podcasts during the season before they air. And that will give you a leg up on everybody else, especially if multiple people in your league are listening to this podcast. So um, let's wrap it up, but let's also support where you can and we'll see you next time.